What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 180... Oh, wait, where are we on? 190th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ. I do not know how to count. And with me today, I have Will. I am so full of Fiesta Chicken that I'm going to be uh, Arriba. Really spicy. Real spicy. We've had you on alternating schedules with Travis here. That's the way that people like it. Do they? A little bit of sweet, a little bit of sour. All right. All right, fair enough. Like Chinese restaurant. (laughs) We have a new guest on our show today. First time ever. We have, I don't don't actually know your last name. I just know you as Jesse. That's fine. It's Carter. All right. uh, Then I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I should say it. So we'll just go with Jesse. There's a lot of us, so you're good. <laughs> All right, that's fair. It's, it's like the movie uh, guy. Oh, because he doesn't go by Jesse. That's Ooh. that's the trick. Who doesn't go by Jesse? Jesse doesn't go by Jesse. What this is... this guy. You didn't know that? No, I'm super confused now. He goes by Jack. Jack? Jack Carter, man. Are we going? Yeah. Are we are going? Are we going with Jack? Or are we going with Jesse? No, no, no. You're gonna call him Jesse. I'm gonna call him Jack, and then all the listeners will be so confused. Yeah, let's not do that because <laughs> they never pay attention, and they should be punished. Uh, I don't think our listeners should be punished in any way. <laughs> They're great people. Let's do. Let's just do Jesse. That works. All right, cool, Jesse. Uh, before we jump into things, let's. Oh well, normally our show. Uh, for anyone who is a new listener, we normally get off topic right off the bat before we jump into some Pokemon news. But since uh, you are new here, let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Let's start off with uh, what your favorite Pokemon is. Well, I, <clears throat> I knew this question was going to come up, and uh, it's kind of a toss-up. Um, I think Slowpoke is just a super cool Pokemon and the fact that you know you could keep him in your truck or your car or whatever. And if you're having oh, like a bad how you day, said truck and you have like the southern accent. <laughs> well, I, I have a work truck. It's not like my truck. I have a Honda Accord right now or a Ford Taurus, depending on who you ask. But um, yeah, so <laughs> you can look over at your slowpoke if you're having a bad day. And, you know, he's just got that placid look on his face. But um, I'd personally have to say that Gyarados is probably my favorite just because he's just this giant angry dragon and that's always been appealing to me that's pretty cool yeah, yeah gyarados is a cool pokemon uh follow-up question here is uh how did you discover it's super effective um i would probably have to say from my friend drew who you guys all know and have had on your show um he's been listening to you guys for a while and i just happened to turn you guys on one day when i was working and enjoyed it ever since oh sweet Oh, good good guy Drew over here, just spreading the Pokemon well. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, Will, you got any questions? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not I probably here. will come up with some later. Yet. I know. Uh, I, I mean, I talk to Jesse. Ugh, I hate saying that name. All, <laughs> all the time. Like, 
like we text and everything. So about Pokemon battling and everything. So it's like hard to think of things I don't know because I already know like what he does for a job, when his baby's going to come, what kind of baby it's going to be, Very all true. that biz. So. All right. Well, what about if I circle back and ask what your favorite Pokemon game is? Uh, let's do main series game and then spinoff game. Uh, well, main series, I kind of I was one of those guys that started with you know red and blue, and then went to silver and gold, and then kind of fell off the wagon pretty hard, but then came back for Soul Silver, and then fell off the wagon again pretty hard. <laughs> um, but then um, I've I'm just a competitor. I, I like the competitive stuff. So Drew was telling me about X and Y, and then by that time, um, Oris had come out, so I got those and. Really enjoy those, but um, Shuffle is definitely my favorite, um, you know, spinoff game for sure. Nice. So how bad do you feel that you let your sister-in-law borrow your copy of Pokemon X? <sighs> Pretty bad because she's, yeah, I should have known better. I was trying to, you know, make a new convert, and then somebody in China right now is a new convert, not her. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a story there. Yeah, um... My in-laws, they went and adopted two new children from China. And, you know, it was a 14-hour flight there and back. So uh, she needed something to do. And I was like, here, take this. And she took it all right and left it. <laughs> she never brought it back. That's uh, the point of this story. Exactly. She left his full 732 Pokedex copy of Pokemon X in China, never to no. be seen again. Not even. Maybe like 50 I was gonna say, was there like? It's a better story if you're like, I had a living Pokedex on that cartridge, and she left it in Shanghai. Now somebody uh, in yeah, Shanghai has a great Pokedex. Yeah, no, not quite. I got uh, X and Y pretty early, and then uh, got Alpha Sapphire pretty quickly, and then just kind of abandoned X. It's not my favorite, but you know, that's okay. That's yeah. We all we all have our favorites and non-favorites. Yeah. I feel like I had another question at the tip of my tongue, but maybe we can we can get back to that. Uh we're recording this on a weird day. We're recording it on Tuesday night just for uh Jesse's convenience and because I'm actually gonna be out of town. Well, by the time you guys listen to this, I'll be back in town. So just making sure that you guys get uh four full episodes this month. And actually if you didn't listen to the last podcast, you guys will be getting a fifth bonus episode this month for Halloween. It's kind of like a spooky spin off ish episode. Uh, regard- spooky. Spooky. Uh, so you guys get a bonus fifth episode this month, with, which I'm really excited to do for you guys. And uh, it's not going to be like a full episode. It's going to be a shorter episode. But, Will, I didn't get to ask you yesterday when we recorded uh, well, we recorded late this week as well. Uh, how was your weekend? I mean, it was pretty lame. I just, I just ran and slept a lot. Did I do anything interesting this weekend? Played, uh, you were listening uh, for a little bit, and I think you had some work stuff going on. Yeah, but I did got my Iron Banner to rank five, which was pretty much all I was hoping to do for the weekend, and and there I did it. You got that sweet pulse rifle. Oh, I went to Pokemon League with Joe. Oh, tell us about that. Well, I mean that's Pokemon related thing, so let's save it. Aww. But we have a very light news week, so let's save that for. I went to I went to Five Guys with Joe. Joe is going to become our like mystery character who's never on the program, but we always talk about him. That's. <laughs> that's fair. Jesse, anything exciting with you that you want to share or not share? Um, well, not really. I mean, I got up super late on Saturday and then cleaned the entire house, which has its own rewarding feeling for whatever reason. 
but um, have a nice clean house to come home to. But um, I actually played a game with Joe in the gym leader league. But um, if you want to talk about that later, yeah, yeah, the yeah that's, that's, that's part of the. Uh... We'll, have a, we'll have a whole segment dedicated to Joe here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I, I talked about this a little bit last week, aka yesterday, but I just got my box of Soylent 2.0. Yeah, that stuff in the mail, and I was going to actually crack one open and give like first taste impressions on the podcast but then i decided against it because uh, i we re- i just got home like 20 minutes ago and i just put it in the fridge so i didn't think it'd be cold enough not 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 that it you can drink it warm or cold but i i've been told it tastes better as cold so uh That's there was true. actually a lot of slack conversation um in the pokemon podcast slack group about the soylent and will had some thoughts on it are you going to jump on the soylent bandwagon will I, I don't know. If you tell me that it tastes like graham crackers, then I probably will get some and see what it's like. But if it doesn't taste like graham crackers, then your flavor reaction will be a strong uh, influencer on do you my think if, decision. If, do you think if I like it that you would like it? or if? Oh, yeah. I have a much broader taste palette than you do. <laughs> I mean, literally, your three options for meals. Four. Okay, no, you have four options for meals: burger, yep, nugget, yeah, noodle, or like, like macaroni. Well, whatever you get from e noodles, because sometimes you get the uh, macaroni with the butter and parmesan. I think. No, I usually get the pesto cavatappi. Oh, pesto! That's right. Um, and also boneless wings, which technically is nugget. That's true. I also there's a fifth. I do love corn dogs. There you go. Uh, I put corn dogs in the hamburger category. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it's it is, meat wrapped in bun, so may as well be a f- hamburger. It it's is, ground meat and wrapped in bun. Even worse. Will is a hot dog, a sandwich. <laughs> Don't. I, I will hang up right now and leave. I heard that the soylent actually tastes like uh, the milk that is left over from when you eat Cheerios. Oh, no. I haven't had a Cheerio in, Uh. like, ever. Like, you know, when you Cheerios milk, you eat the Cheerios, then you drink the milk. That's what I heard it tastes like. Oh, goodness. What about Sadios? Because that's what I invest in. (laughs) Uh, Maybe maybe we didn't explain this. Our listeners are probably like, what are you talking about? So soylent is a meal replacement drink. It the, the it's a drink. It's not like slim fast or anything. It's a drink that you drink for a full meal, and it's supposed to keep you full, and it's supposed to provide one fifth of all the nutrients you need in a day, which I still don't well, fully understand. Uh, five hundred calories per serving. I think it's four hundred. Could be 500. no, no, no. So, uh, Soylent one point five was four hundred. Soylent two is five hundred. Okay, I know it's one fifth of nutrients d- during a day, but if you drink three, I don't know if that equals your. Full, like the I I understand the fraction itself doesn't, but I don't know if you're supposed to, <laughs> supposed to drink more than three or I'm not sure how that fully works. But I do know a bottle is uh, two dollars and fifty cents. So if you consider that your meal, that's cheaper than most meals. That's even probably okay. on par with what I pay when I go to McDonald's and get like two McDoubles and call that a dinner. That's pretty cheap. Jesse, is that something you would try? Some soylent. Uh, well, when you describe it like the leftover milk from Cheerios, then <laughs> I'm immediately jumping off that train just because my dad used to um, always make me and my brother drink the milk 
Like, I'm, I'm okay with cereal as long as I don't have to drink the milk. But if you make me drink the milk, then I'm just done with cereal. So uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like, Cocoa Pebbles? You get, like, the chocolate milk afterwards? Oh, gosh, it's even worse. I'll just drink no. chocolate milk. <laughs> you know have what's ever, funny? As a okay. kid, like, you didn't have, like, white milk in the fridge. And you had Cocoa Pebbles and chocolate milk. And you're like, this can't possibly taste bad. But it does. Yes. <laughs> So when I was a little kid living in Hawaii, um, it's really, really expensive to get milk in Hawaii, even though one of the largest ranches in the world is in Hawaii. So we used to use carnation powdered milk. Yeah. And imagine how awful any cereal tastes with carnation powdered milk. So that's why I haven't eaten cereal in like 39 years because I can't imagine putting that in my mouth. Well, that that was my problem with cereal is I I just never felt full when I had a bowl. Besides the fact that like some cereal like destroys the roof of your mouth. Um, oh, are we allowed to name brand names? I'm looking at you, Captain Crunch. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's something that happened this weekend. We had a debate over which of the Captain Crunches is the best, and obviously peanut butter crunch is the best of the Captain Crunches. And somebody's like, I like Crunch Berries, and no, I said peanut butter is the best. Awful on the internet, which made a lot of people laugh. Which peanut, I'm not going to repeat here. Peanut butter Captain Crunch is the best for sure. God, peanut butter crunch, yes. It's <laughs> worth the torture on your mouth to get those delicious peanut <sighs> butter crunchies. I mean, Trix was always pretty good. Yeah. We're like 14 minutes Trix? in now talking about cereal. This is, how, this is how much lack of Pokemon news we have. Oh, but it's like, great. That's <laughs> why people listen. These are for kids? No, 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 no. No. Tricks are for no tricks are good. Well tricks used to be good until they took the sugar out. Yeah. Lucky Charms. That's what? a good cereal. Yeah. I want Lucky Charms with just marshmallows. I'd eat that. Yes. Nah, you gotta have the sweet and the savory. That's true. I mean, like, you would probably uh, spoil yourself if you had too many marshmallows. No. Here's way. what you do is you get non fat plain Greek yogurt and then mix in Lucky Charms. The whole the whole deal, the OD part and the mushroom part. You'll be real happy. And then Soylent three point oh. Uh then you can skip the milk. Yeah, well, yeah, because you're using non fat Greek yogurt. Right. You can use non fat Greek yogurt in place of milk for a lot of different things. Have you ever taken like an Oreo and crushed it up and put it into pudding? That's real good. What kind of pudding though? Like chocolate or vanilla okay. pudding. <laughs> oh, not tapioca. No, Raspberry no, no, no. Just... swirl. Yeah. That's real good. That fills you up too, because you're getting you're getting the pudding, which normally doesn't fill you up, and then you're getting the the cookie. One cookie. I mean, it depends on how big of a bowl of pudding it is. Oh goodness! How this many pro life eating tips? <laughs> how how <laughs> many Oreos does it take to satisfy you? Uh, how many Oreos? Uh, yeah. Probably like six. So you have to double that for a normal person, because you have like half a stomach. That like you, but you had some tragic childhood accident where it made your stomach like they had to remove half of it, and the, like you just don't have a human stomach capacity. Possibly, you're like four chicken nuggets, and you're like, oh, I'm full. Yeah, that's true. I'm I get super easy. Mighty kids meal. <laughs> um, let's jump into some Pokemon news. Like I said, we don't have a lot, uh, but this is actually pretty exciting news. Um, I don't know if it appeals to everyone, but it is cool nonetheless. Uh, Pikachu is going to join the Build a Bear workshop next year. Did you guys hear about this? 
I did not hear about this, but I am excited because I like Build a Bear. Let me read you the. Do you? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, The Pokemon Company announced a partnership with Build a Bear Workshop today to bring the franchise mascot Pikachu to stores starting in early 2016. Pokemon and trainers, Pokemon trainers, and lovers of cute things can visit any of these stores to create your own stuffed animal. Uh, You get to pick out your very own Pikachu plush. You get to stuff it with the thing, I believe. And then. (laughs) That's how Build a Bear works. (laughs) Yep. And then you can additionally get a Pokeball hoodie accessory uh, or other items to outfit your electric mouse. Um, You also get a bonus Pokemon-based trading card that you get to keep when you purchase the Pikachu. It does not state what kind of TCG card it is. I'm assuming it's going to be like a Pikachu TCG card. Potentially. And it looks like Build-A-Bear Workshop will also offer customers to pre-stuff your doll online for those who are not willing to go through the traditional uh, process. And uh, those who go through that route will also be able to do the sound clip as long as pick out uh, different kind of hoodies. And it says there is also a Charizard hoodie that you can get for your Pikachu. Oh, I will be doing this. I mean, the Charizard skin. <laughs> it's not a hoodie. No, it's a hoodie. Oh, don't be yours. So, Steve, have you ever done Build-A-Bear? Uh, I, 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 I've walked in Build-A-Bear a couple times. Um, it's always like, kind of like, oh, this would be kind of cute for like Valentine's Day or Sweetest Day kind of thing. And Ugh, nobody celebrates Sweetest Day. Take that out of your vocabulary. I'm so tired of hearing about that. Um, so my mom and I have this tradition. Of whenever <laughs> one of us gets a new car. Uh, the other person makes them a teddy bear to, or a build a bear to suit the like the color of the interior of the car, and then that bear lives in the car. So that's why I love build a bear. I've, I've also, been in your car. There was no bear. Okay, it was not there for you to ruin on my trip to Indianapolis. <laughs> But, you know, and then you get to pick out a little heart and you kiss the heart and you put it in there. And then that's like a special wish for the person that you give the bear to. So you can do that with a Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. I'm not against Build-A-Bear. Like if I have kids, I would probably take them to Build-A-Bear. Why can't you do it for yourself? I mean, I will probably go myself for the Pikachu, no doubt. But I like for me, a a stuffed bear was not worth going in alone and making there like, I have no... That is oh, why. <laughs> yeah, you can't go alone. Go well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'll go alone and get a Pikachu. I have no shame when it comes to that. Even when they make you stand there with all the other little kids kissing hearts and all that, <laughs> you're totally okay with that? I mean, I, I'll live vlog it. <laughs> it, it. It'll remind him of when the last Harry Potter book came out. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Little... <laughs> He's ruining my hopes and dreams here. Um... I mean, I guess I could go the online route if I didn't want to actually go to the store. No, no. What What is the point of doing Build a Bear if you don't build the bear yourself? I mean, <laughs> I mean the shame involved, point? perhaps. There's no shame in following <laughs> your dreams. Uh, maybe a little. No, <laughs> just no, a touch. I, I don't believe in shame. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it is a cool though uh, that we're seeing Pokemon the Pokemon company international just kind of push in other aspects and partnering with people. Like we have the Pokemon go thing, which is partnered with Google and the antic. We now have the build bear thing and they're getting more involved into the TCG and the video game kind of stuff. And 
it's just cool to see that they're actually doing more stuff. Whereas kind of in the past when you were looking at like Diamond and Pearl and even uh Heart Gold Soul Silver, it was just kinda like, here are the games. Uh okay, we'll see you in a, we'll see you the next time we're done with the next game. Like there was never a, a consistent push in between games like we started getting with X or with black and white. So one thing I'll disagree with you on with that is when uh Red and Blue first came out. Um, I think it was KFC, but it may have been Popeyes. They had like a Beanie Babies Pokemon promotion. Popeyes. Was it Popeyes? I'm not sure. I have no idea. I was probably way, way <laughs> too Are you just craving remember Popeyes? such thing as Popeyes. Well, yeah, I know. So craving Popeyes. I know when the Pokemon the first movie came out, Burger King had a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. The little coin things and the yeah. Pokeballs. And then when Black and White came out, McDonald's had a bunch of toys. I don't think there was any like, obviously, you know, when your your franchise is big, when it makes it into McDonald's and Burger King. But I don't think when like uh, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald or Diamond and Pearl came out, I don't think there was anything like that in, in fast food or there wasn't really any like there were toys, but not like mainstream stuff that you're seeing now. Like When I go to Target, there's usually a whole aisle of dedicated to Pokemon. That's uh, true. True. Wow, I have a picture of the Beanie Babies on my computer screen <laughs> right now. From Popeyes? From Pop uh, KFC. Or, yeah, KFC. from wherever. Yeah. KFC is a, a chicken a, store. A Zubat, a Dugong, a Dratini, and it looks like a Growlithe. I think I remember this. I think my sister had a Dugong. Or maybe she just found the dugong outside and <laughs> brought it home. <laughs> that might have been the real origin of how I got a dugong. tall grass. <laughs> oh, a, a Vulpix. I'm sorry. It's a Vulpix, a Dratini, a Seal, and a Zubat. Why would they pick those four Pokemon? So weird. Because you know. it's Popeyes. <laughs> it's KFC. Would you stop? Popeyes is KFC. perfect. <laughs> uh, KFC is better than Popeyes, by the way. No. 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 You yep. stop. You are wrong. <laughs> oh, my poor doggy just got upset. You are wrong. I've been to both. Popeye's is better. They got the better spice. Uh, I will say that Popeye, you're, you're absolutely right. Popeye's is spicier, and I prefer spicier food. But the, what do they call that? Like the crunchy, the breading of the chicken is just not as consistent as right. KFC. Okay, but you don't judge the chicken restaurant on the chicken. Who has the better biscuits? Uh, KFC. Wrong. Well, Bojangles. I... Bojangles has the best biscuits. <laughs> oh, goodness. I went to uh, Popeye's once, and my biscuits were kind of hard, and it was very, very expensive compared to what I normally pay at KFC. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Speaking of biscuits, uh, Pokemon <laughs> Super Mystery Dungeon is coming out <laughs> on November 20th. Uh, if you want to know more about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, well, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, you can just go to PokemonMysteryDungeon.com. No super. Uh, and it looks like their website is up uh, with a couple bullet points and a couple screenshots of the game if you haven't seen that yet. Uh, for those of you that aren't keeping up on the news with Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Super Mystery Dungeon, uh, this is going to be the first Mystery Dungeon and the first spinoff game, if I'm not mistaken, where you can get all 700 21 Pokemon, is that how many there are? Yeah. Uh, the only ones that, uh, obviously, Volcania won't be in because it's not released, but uh, Hoopa will be there, and Hoopa Unbound will also be there. So 
That's going to be the last Pokemon in the Pokedex that's going to be in the game. So yeah, you can get all the legendaries, you can get all the starters, you can get all every single one there. And apparently Halucha has its uh, what's called a slam school, if that interests you. I'm not really that excited for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, but <laughs> I, I didn't know other games existed. Mystery Dungeon either. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know there's people who are devoted to the second one, but I don't know. I was just watching uh, Serebii kind of live tweet uh, his playthrough, and it didn't seem to be very happy. So. I mean, when... When I when I look at the screenshots, it it just seems like uh, Gates to Infinity, and I didn't really care for that. But that no. was just me. It's not Pokemon Ranger. I'm obviously disappointed about that, so I'm going to skip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, focus enough. on breeding competitive Pokemon. There you All right. go. What we're gonna do is we're gonna to take a quick break. When we get back, uh, apparently you both have stories about Joe. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll tackle those. We have some listener mail. And then we'll end the show with our Pokemon of the week. And we are back from our break. So, Will, why don't you start off? You went with uh, you went to Pokemon League, I hear. Yes. Um, so there's a Pokemon League that meets on Saturdays here in Washington D.C. at the uh, Martin Luther King Library, which is the city library on G Street between Ninth and Tenth. Um, and they meet every Saturday between two p.m. and five p.m. in the Popular Library. And if you're here in D.C., you'll know what that means. And then on Halloween. It's going to be moving into the basement from what I understand. But uh, Joe lives about an hour outside of D.C., so he'll drive in. Um, And we had kind of planned to come to League uh, ahead of time. And then Saturday at around 1230, I took a nap. And then I started getting texts from Joe. And he's like, are you coming to League? Because I'm already here. And then I was like, "Uh, I just woke up. Um, But anyways, I got down there at about 3 o'clock. And it's just like it's... It's actually strange for a league because it's pretty much only VGC and no TCG, and most leagues are the opposite. And it's also the only uh, Pokemon league I know of in the district. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we hung out. We had some battles. I was uh, still using my team from regionals and uh, still only won one of the three battles that I had. Um, But they do, uh, you know, a lot of multi-battles. But it's, yeah, just a chance for me and Joe to hang out, have a good time. And then we went to Five Guys afterwards and had burgers and fries, which is what you have at Five Guys. Pretty good burgers. <laughs> yeah. oh, you get a hot dog. But... <laughs> bacon cheeseburger, man. Mm, gotta go. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe and I had a good time. Always fun with Joe, except he won't fix me up with his coworkers. And uh, I kind of be, have a grudge about that. It's understandable, really. Which part is understandable? That he won't hook, fix me up with his coworkers, <laughs> or that I have the grudge? A little column A, a little column B. <laughs> uh, Jesse, you said you had a, a story as well? Yeah, so on the Pokemon Slack community, um, somebody decided to start a, um, a gym leader league. So everybody picks a type, and then you build your team, and you, um, you stay with that same team over the course of the entire league. 
And I chose the dark type at the beginning because I wanted to use a particular Pokemon, not really thinking about, you know, how many weaknesses dark type has and all that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, especially to Joe, who is the fighting type. So needless to say, um, his uh, he was using particular Pokemon, Mega Heracross, that uh, was doing work against my team. So I beat him one time, but it was very, very, it was very, very one-sided. So yeah. how did you how did you manage to beat him the one time? Um, Will-O-Wisp and Sableye, and just hanging in there. <laughs> so it was like a prankster Will-O-Wisp. Yeah, uh, and then recover and recover. And I mean, granted, you know, the rest of my stuff was able to. Um, get rid of I guess that was the one game where he just kind of led the wrong thing and I led the right thing and he gave me enough momentum to kind of get down to the very end I mean if he had had because he was using um, pin missile with mega hair cross so he was just you know hitting five times every single time and if he had landed one crit he would have won all three games so it was it was very close <laughs> but uh, I listened so I, I remember uh, I think Joe mentioned something to me about the gym leader league and Asked if I could promote it in Slack, and I said, "Yeah, just remind me." And uh, either he did, and I forgot, or he didn't. And uh, either <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Done. <laughs> uh, so I was unaware that it was going on. But how is that going overall? Um, it's it's been really really cool. Um, we've done like best of three the entire time, and which is a skill I really needed to kind of learn for competitive play. But let's see, Joe is number one right now. Um, he's been wrecking shop. I I have fallen to number three. Um, normal type is number two, and I think steel type is sitting at number four. Um, and we're doing like a. There's only ten of us, I think. Um, so not every type is represented. If there, if somebody had chosen fairy type, will, um, then they would have <laughs> they would have done super well in this league. But it's it's been really cool, and you know you get to see different Pokemon and it really kind of forces you to think about the game a lot differently, at least for the, you know, the VGC competitive mm-hmm. side of it. So it's very cool. That's really cool. And what's funny is after league on Saturday, Joe was telling me like what his team was and what he was going to be doing to Jesse. So I started texting <laughs> yeah. Jesse and I'm like, well, this is what he's going to use. This is what he's going to do. Do you have anything to prepare for this? Like, I knew just, it was coming. Like, no. Nope. Jesse's like, no, I don't have it. And I was like, what about a uh, nasty plot Zoroark with flamethrower? You know, that might help with Heracross. And he's like, well, that's a good idea, but I don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. So anyways, in the in the Slack community, um, I think Joe is working on a next competition. I think he said... Uh, like late November mm-hmm. um, where it's going to be, you build your team with one Pokemon from every generation. I do remember yep. seeing that. Yes. Yep. Super excited. So I'll probably compete in that one. Yeah. Coming up. And we should probably clarify for uh, newer listeners that there, this has been the second tournament. Now the third one is coming up. That's been happening in the Slack community. Uh, real easy to join if you want to get in. So the Slack Slack access is um, part of the Patreon membership. So for if you support It's Super Effective on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash It's Super Effective, if you just donate a dollar to us a month, it gets you into Slack, which uh, was our com- Slack community at like 100 people, right? Almost 100? It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty big. I don't um, count. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about Star Wars today for some, I mean... That's cool. I, that's not my cup of tea, but uh, <laughs> there was some Star Wars talk today. There's always like breeding and 
battling stuff going on, as, as you just heard Justine will describe. Uh, there was a long talk about Soylent uh, based off Very the long. last podcast. So, uh, And I'm always there. I'm, I'm, o- I'm always in Slack from like 9 to 5 because uh, I always have it up at work. Um, so I'm pretty easily uh, reachable if you have any questions or anything. I try to respond back quickly, and and Will's usually always on there, and uh, yeah, there's a bunch of people always on, and yeah, it's a cool, cool community. Not to toot my my own horn. It's my super negativo commentary. Nah. Ugh. But I tell you, there's the the three pillars that a lot of people probably don't realize are there that um, should draw people in. Number one is breeding. If you need help breeding a Pokemon, there are people... Uh, like me, who will trade you like a really good IV Pokemon to breed from. Uh, there's trading. So if you need a Pokemon, there are people there who are like, oh, I have an extra one of those, and they just trade it to you. And then there's battles where Jesse, usually on Monday nights, is like sitting at home, and he's like, I'm bored. I want to battle somebody. And then yes. you just get like random battles, and you just hang out and have Pokemon battles with people. And it's fun. So there you go. The three pillar, pillars of competitive Pokemon <laughs> right there in, in the Slack community. Yeah, it's a cool place. Speaking of community stuff, let's uh, let's tackle some listener mail. We got a couple emails here. Still have a huge back catalog, so I apologize if I did not get to your email yet. Um, and if you think it's been a while, please just send another email. I'm just I, my My apologies that the inbox is so full and not organized, but you can... Uh, email us any question, whether it's Pokemon or non-Pokemon related, at sbj at pkmncast.com. Or you can just go to pokemonpodcast.com and hit that contact button. Shoot us an email. Uh, I read everything, uh, regardless if I respond or not. But uh, I normally don't respond because I like reading them on the show. And then that forces you guys to listen to the show. And it's all full circle. Uh, so this email is from Tubby G. I was just introduced to your podcast, and you guys are awesome. Favorite game, uh, favorite games are Pokemon and Smite. So it's nice to hear what's new. I was wondering what your opinion on what your opinion is on Snorlax, and why is uh, he just the best Pokemon out there next to Blastoise? Um, <laughs> well, that's assuming quite a bit. <laughs> Number one, that Blastoise is the best Pokemon, and that Snorlax is number two. When obviously Snorlax is number one. Because <laughs> he's a big fat kitty cat that you can hug and fall on. That no surf, you can ride on his back, <laughs> even though cats hate water. <laughs> oh. Is that technically I what he is? A giant cat? He's a cat. Okay, that's strange. Big fat lazy cat. Why is that strange? Cats uh, get fat. They like, yeah, no. I don't know. Maybe it's a cross between a cat and a bear. No. Bear. <laughs> He is definitely a, a cat with those little cat ears and his little cat claws. Little? He's huge. <laughs> well, I mean, just they're cute. I don't know. Okay. The only Snorlax I know is the TCG one that allows, that prevents you from having retreat, from retreating your Pokemon. Because he falls on you. Well, no, that's just the ability on the card. He doesn't actually do it. <laughs> Snorlax is pretty cool. He was... What was it? The pokey flute? When that was yeah. a thing? Yep. Yeah. Well, no, that was an X and Y too. You had to wake him up with yep. the pokey flute, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to go to that castle and get it. <laughs> and thus impeded my adventure again. See, I look at Pokemon in terms of um, 
I guess it's just because of how my mind works nowadays. Uh, they like their viability in VGC, which obviously you know you can't do if you're a true fan of Pokemon. But um, I look at Snorlax as just fighting type bait, so <laughs> it's hard for me to <laughs> <laughs> see Snorlax as you know being number one up there. I mean, he's again, he's cool. He'd be a a nice addition to anyone's living room, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, because he's just normal, normal. Yep. Normal, Super normal. Dead. <laughs> normal, dead. Oh man. <laughs> All right. No, that's that's croaky. <laughs> oh. Uh, next email here is from Matt B. Hopefully, I don't like. Hopefully, I'm not reading double emails here. Uh, hey, Steve, I'm a big fan of the show. I just uh, listened to the most recent episode about Pokemon Go. I think I think that was like four episodes ago. Yeah. Um, Sounds familiar. I really enjoy hearing all your thoughts on the new application. My brother was over at my house this weekend, and we were talking about how uh, how we just thought it would be cool. Just thought I could give you a few uh, thoughts, and if you like any of them, you could mention them on the show. We were thinking that maybe the game would slightly be more interesting, that they would have occasional gym battle events on certain locations on certain days. Obviously, since it takes place in the real world, the badges would not have to be region-specific. But we were also thinking that once you collect eight badges, it would be cool if they had an Elite Four event in each major city. I also thought it would be neat if they involved some sort of Pokemon Center, Daycare, Safari Zone events, etc. My brother is primarily a generation of, primarily a fan of Generation One, uh, so the next idea wasn't really uh, he wasn't really into. I also thought it would be cool that they would have contest events. I am a 20-year-old male who lives outside of Philadelphia, and I would really like to see more social events with this game. It is tough finding friends with the same interest around my area, but my 5-year-old daughter is very excited to go on more nature trail walks with me to help me catch a Bulbasaur or a Snorlax. Ooh, look at that, full circle. Uh, <laughs> no matter how they release the game, I will most likely highly enjoy it. Looking forward to your, uh, Looking forward to the next shout. Oh, I think it was supposed to say show, probably autocorrect. Uh, Matt. Uh, thanks, Matt, for writing in. Uh, that, I think uh, your suggestions were actually really cool. Mm-hmm. I still, I think Travis and I talked about this uh, last episode. I strongly believe that they are starting with uh, with only Gen 1 Pokemon and then selling you either expansions or slowly rolling out expansions to Gen 2 and Gen 3 and et cetera Sucky later on. In. Yeah. Which I was, whenever I first heard about Pokemon Go, I thought it was uh, a cool idea. But my whole thing is if I, so if I get the watch thing. So I work with lawn care. So I'm traveling all over the place and walking through people's yards and all that. So if I encountered a Snorlax in someone's backyard, that'd be cool. But if I have to physically pull my phone out and sit there and tap on it and do everything I need to do, then that's kind of a deal breaker for me. But if I can just sit there and click the little... Ah, I forget what it's called, the watch thing. And I could do everything from there, and it takes, you know, 10 seconds, and I could keep doing my job. Uh, then that's then that's great, and that's cool. But, yeah, but it requires me to more than five minutes of my life for each Pokemon I encounter. Then that's a little taxing. Well, but, some Pokemon will be easy to catch. Some Pokemon will be difficult <laughs> to catch. That's true. That's the way of the catch rate. Yeah. Yep. I'm curious the gym battle how... thing, yeah. <laughs> Curious of how uh, how fast the system will be gained, gamed. Oh, please don't hack Pokemon Go. Oh, you know, people are going to. Would you please 
not do that because you know that ruins Pokemon uh, <laughs> Shuffle so much. The dittos. Uh, the dittos. <laughs> oh man, well, that's something we forgot to talk about because uh, Jesse is the biggest Pokemon Shuffle fan ever, almost. Yes, sir. Level thirty-seven. <laughs> Level thirty-seven. I'll preach it. <laughs> um, Michael V writes in, "Hey, it's Michael from San Antonio again, and my question this week is: What uh, is? Do you think Pokemon Go will be a more time-oriented game where they would have a lot of Pidgeys in the day and then at night a lot of Zupans? Zupans. Zupans. Talk about eighties fashion coming back." The old Zupans, uh, Zubats. What do you think? Thanks for reading, Michael. Oh, I think they'll have seasonal day and night. All they'll bring all that back. Much you easier so? to do it in a mobile game. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel Much like you guys are like really a- having some ambitions here about Pokemon Shovel or Pokemon well, because Go. The thing is, right? Everybody knows that Black and White were the best pokemon games ever and they had both day and night and they had seasons so that really contributed to their greatness so obviously they will want to recapture that in any other iterations of the pokemon franchise i mean it'd be cool but again if it requires walking around a lot at night to get these specific pokemon then you know that may be you know i don't know (laughs) i don't know about walking around certain parts of downtown (laughs) Or at least in where I live, looking for you know my zoo pants. So <laughs> the best part about this question is now everyone knows what to name their zoo bats. <laughs> zoo pants, yes, like the oh, bidoof, the bidet, <laughs> bidet the bidoof. Uh, next question from Josh. While I like the idea of a limited selection of Pokemon at the launch of a game, I believe that the original 151 would be a nice place to start. I would prefer to see if they expanded the 151. By this, I mean that it should include all the Pokemon related to the first gen as well. Similar to the updated Hoenn and Decision in Auras, the worst feeling was in Fire Red and Leaf Green was when I started with a Golbat and was unable to evolve it. This would add a little over more than 30 Pokemon at launch. I believe he's referring to uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, Also, the models... They use seem to be more akin to the Pokedex app that was originally released on 3DS, but then later ported to mobile devices. I should have pre- prefaced that with a more context. So uh, Josh's concern is if they're only limited to 151 and you catch like a Golbat or something, you can't evolve it because Crobat is not unlocked yet. Hmm. How are you going to have friendship? I don't know. Tricky, because nobody said you could actually evolve the Pokemon you catch in Pokemon Go. I would assume yeah. that you can, because then they say there was trading and battling. What does it have to do with evolving? Because you can trade a Kadabra to make it evolve into Alakazam. No, you can trade a Kadabra and it just trades and it doesn't evolve because it's Pokemon Go and it's not the real Pokemon world. <laughs> hey, you guys are you guys are the ones being ambitious about this game. Sorry to crush your dreams that way. <laughs> I have no ambition except for that I'm going on a cross-country tour with Joe and uh, uh, what's her name from the Slack channel, Inspector Q. <laughs> she, she said she's going to join me. She's going to drop out of surgery school and join me and Joe on a cross-country Pokemon Go cap, uh, Pokemon capturing trip. Now, those are the ambitions you want to have right there. <laughs> that sounds great, actually. I'll just quit my job and join you guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
We will pick you up along the way. Kit. Kit is right. Yeah, that's it. Just quit on life and join Will and them. No, no, no. That's not quitting on life. That's investing in life. It's quitting on a different life and joining or starting a a new new life. Because I tell you, what I the life I lead right now, it ain't (laughs) life. (laughs) Uh, uh, Probably one more email here. Uh, This email is from Jennifer. Uh, She writes in and says, Dear SBJ and everyone, thank you for the great podcast. Look forward to your episodes and chat each week. Your accents have become more have become earworms. I think that's a good thing. Wait, I have an accent? Uh, yeah, you probably do. I know I, I do. <laughs> yes, you do, obviously. But I, I don't have an accent. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the New York comes out a little bit. Yeah, you kind of do. You, do you, yeah, I feel like you have more of an accent than I do. I said something today, and I was like, I don't think that the person I was talking to understood me because my New York accent was too strong. I just have a very uh, monotone uh, Wisconsin voice. Oh, gosh. You put people to sleep. That's right. <laughs> oh. That's right. Uh, let's continue on with the audio books. <laughs> uh, I started playing Pokemon when I was little on red, blue, yellow with my, when my, with my brother when it came out. The cards were traded throughout schools, even though they kept getting bam, banned. And I am still bummed that I traded a shiny Raichu away for 11 trainer cards. Ouch. I had a Game Boy Pocket that was transparent, so you could see all the high-tech stuff inside. I still have the carrying case from the game store, which has since been closed and renamed many times. Let's see here. I wish I could have told my younger self that there would be 3D Pokemon. I've uh, now I've only played HeartGold, Black, and X, and Shuffle and Rumble, and consoles are so expensive. Wasn't... Heart gold the best though, bringing back the Poke Walker and the sprites that followed you. In my last job, I totally lucked out, and there were a few other girls in the office to battle with. After moving countryside, I really mix miss the extra dimension that it brings to the game. What are your worst slash most embarrassing uh, teams of Pokemon to lose to? Was anyone really uh, disturbed when the opening Pokemon anime uh, after Zigzagoon evolved, roaring in? I'm gonna just cut that sentence. Uh, thank you for your time and your effort and your podcast so far. Jennifer from England. P.S. Will bring more uh, knitting chat. Cheesecake is the best, uh, and I prefer rhubarb and strawberry flavor, please. And she also said, what the heck is a red vine? I don't think they have that in. Do they even have Twizzlers in Europe? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they have some variation on it. But she didn't ask, what's a Twizzler? She said, what's a red vine? And that's a good question. What is a red vine? A red vine is the best licorice. Red plastic garbage that you throw down your throat. Red vine is so good. We were talking about Destiny today. And at one point, I was like so frustrated with all you Destiny lovers. And I was like, at least when I knit, I get a sweater. (laughs) (laughs) There's your knitting chat for the week. That is true. Um I, 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 when Pokemon first came out, I made a lot of dumb, dumb decisions, especially with the, the trading cards. I made a lot of really silly and dumb trades. Oh, yeah. Like when I gave you that um, secret rare Rayquaza. No, I, you got really good cards from that trade. What are you talking about? I got no cards from that trade until like three months later. No, no, no. I traded you like a Darkrai and like a Trakion. No, you gave me like a Pokemon Catcher. And a dark rye or something like that. I catcher was still worth fifteen bucks at the time. 
Uh, yeah, but the secret rare Rayquaza was worth like 75. Yeah, well, we all saw how fast both those cards dropped in price. <laughs> <I'm gonna... laughs> oh, the TCG. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I don't think I have any like real, real good stories. About just... um, teams that you fought that were really bad? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I remember like when I was like 10 or 11 battling kids in my front yard because everyone had a Game Boy and everyone had link cables and that was when red and blue and yellow were so popular and stuff and they were definitely good memories but like they're very generic memories like nothing really stands out that's worth telling besides what I just said I guess. <laughs> yeah I, I'm always the one with the bad team so it's no. like somebody else needs to tell the story of battling me and they're like oh man he had like well it's okay i always have awesome teams and i just don't know how to play them no you're you're the best have i ever beat you in pokemon um i don't think yet yeah so there you go <laughs> <laughs> but again it's not like i'm some super you know prodigy like jeff he's been helping me out no, I just do things like you snarl against your Malamar that has contrary. So yeah, but it doesn't help him because he's a physical attacker. It doesn't so. matter. It's just like you should should make those mistakes. Oh, <laughs> snarl's a garbage up. move. Don't use snarl, kids. Snarl. Yeah, I don't have any super embarrassing stories. I mean, aside from the time you go to, you know, use a ghost type move on a normal type and you know a pretty high stakes tournament. Or when you're at that. regionals and you use leech seed on a ludicolo. Yeah. Because you're like, it's water type. Leech seed will work. <laughs> Jesse, you have any stories to share? I mean, I have never really done. All I could say about the TCG is whenever it first came out, you know, it was kind of mind blowing because all of a sudden there were these cards and they had Pokemon on them. And for whatever reason, Pokemon kind of swept. It felt like everything like just some kind of plague not not a bad plague but i don't know if there is such thing as a good plague but anyways whenever the first starter box came out and i think it had gyarados and ivysaur on the box and i was like sweet there's gyarados and there's ivysaur so obviously there's a venusaur in the box so i bought that <laughs> you know with what little allowance i had and to my dismay there was no venusaur and i uh it took me it wasn't until base set two came out that I finally got a Venusaur and by then it was just kind of like you know pointless because I was just getting cards I don't think I played an actual game of TCG until maybe six months ago with Drew so <laughs> yeah <laughs> TCG is not my thing for sure yeah all right well that's all we got for email this this time so if you have any emails don't hesitate to uh shoot them our way uh, to round off the episode, we have our Pokemon of the week. And because it is still October, we have to, of course, go with some kind of ghost slash spooky type. Uh, spooky is obviously now a type. <laughs> spooky type. Spooky type. Uh, this <laughs> week, we are going with Duskull, the Rec Requiem Pokemon. And I'll have a move set for Dust Noir since uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to actually be battling with Dust Skull. Let me read a little little about Dust Skull if you're driving in your car and you're unsure. You just can't remember what he looks like or whatever. I make that joke, but I'm, I'm 
positive every single listener knows what a Dust Skull is. Dust Skull is a stylized personification of the Grim Reaper. Its body is a black robe with two bones on its back. It has a mask that resembles a skull, and, that, and it has a single eye that floats between the eye sockets. Dust Skull is also able to become invisible and sneak up on its prey and go through walls. Dust Skull is primarily a nocturnal Pokemon and has been shown to live in thick forest. It is said that this Pokemon will spirit away disobedient children, and it has been described to enjoy the crying of children. Once Duskull chooses a target, it will doggedly pursue the intended victim until the break of dawn. It doesn't say what it does um, at dawn. <laughs> so you can. No, that dawn is like evaporates. So if it doesn't catch it by dawn, then you're safe. I mean, understandable, but it doesn't say what it actually does when it catches you. Terrible it thing. tickles you. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> a uh, shiny dust skull it has a red cloak instead of a black cloak, which is really, really cool. That is cool. Dust skull is the only Pokemon. With Levitate, whose evolutions do not also have this ability. And Duskull can be seen parallel to Shuppet. Both are Gen 3 ghost type Pokemon. Both evolve at their both evolve into their evolution forms at level 37, and both have the base stat totals. Duskull may be based on the Grim Reaper or the Boogeyman. The Japanese equivalent of the Boogeyman is called the Namhand? Namhonj? Sure. Who are you asking? Because <laughs> sure, I'm just reading Mobopedia. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on Duskull? I think it's cute. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's the evil looking. I think it's just kind of cute. <laughs> I always forget that he has one eye because they usually yeah. draw him at an angle. Yes. And well, the light shows through the two holes, so it kind of looks like two eyes. But yes. you have to think of his evolutions and the fact that you know, Dusclops obviously only has the one right uh, circle eye thing, and then Dust Noir has just the one eye glowing eye hole thing. Right, the old glowing eye hole thing. <laughs> and I believe the the Japanese pronunciation would be Namahage. There Sounds you go. good. Japanese resident Will Anderson. <laughs> uh, I got a move set for Dust Noir here. And not my move set, of course, because I don't know how to play Pokemon. But uh, Dusk Noir doesn't really have. I think his two abilities are Frisk and Pressure, and none yeah. are really that great in competitive, from my understanding. Especially uh, with- Pressure is not so bad, especially if your opponent forgot to max out the their PPs. PPs. <laughs> their PP up. They didn't do that before. Yeah, that would be like the only benefit is if they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, so the ability would be pressure. The nature would be adamant. You would put your EVs into HP and into attack. Uh, you would put a choice band on and then, um, because, uh, Dusk Noir's highest, well, not the highest, but its attack is at a hundred and special attack is at 65. So you want them to be more attack heavy and Dusk Noir has really good defense and special defense, both being at 135 and its HP being 45. So that's why you want to stick the EVs in HP. 
you could put something like uh, Shadow Sneak and an Earthquake on. Uh, and you could also uh, alternate between either Ice Punch or Fire Punch, whichever one you prefer based on your team. Um, and then I would probably run uh, a Protect for that last spot. Well, that wouldn't actually make sense with a Choice Band, but yeah. uh, if you don't <laughs> no. if you don't use the Choice Band, I would recommend Protect if you want to put another item on. If you are running the Choice Band, uh, this moveset rec- recommends Pursuit. I don't really see a great benefit with that because Dust Noir is only a Ghost type, but... That's just me. That's more of like a single kind of thing. I always think in the sense of du- in terms of doubles. And I, uh, I would, I guess I would recommend Dust Noir on a Trick Room treat team because its uh, base speed is forty five, and that's pretty low. Yeah, I mean you could run a Life Orb, I guess, instead of if you wanted to have Protect because Protect is probably the most valuable move you could have in doubles. Yeah. Um, and still get that know. damage output. When you protect on the life orb, you still take damage from the life orb on your protect turn. Are you That's, sure? Uh, I don't know. Mm, I think seems, so. It seems counterintuitive because you're not attacking. Mm. It is a life orb. Goodness gracious. So, somebody investigate that. Sucks you dry. I mean, Dust Noir has a really, really good moveset. I mean, I was surprised he could learn Earthquake. I mean, yeah. that's That's pretty cool. Yeah, the problem is his, his stats are an attack and not special attack. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got a lot of good physical attack. Oh, Shadow Sneak. Love that move. Well, Shadow Sneak's the one that can go past Protect, right? Yep. And King Shield. Yep, so cool. You're going to get the stab I'll... on Shadow Sneak? Yes. Can Shadow Sneak go past Protect, or is can it go past a Substitute? It can go past, past both. All of it? Substitutes yeah. and everything. Yep. That's legit. Yeah, it only does. From behind. It only has base damage of forty. So but it's not still, like the strongest move, but it's still, yeah. If somebody's weak, you can get in there and revenge kill that Joker. So I will say this just because I'm thinking about it. I was listening to the cast. Uh, I think it was the first spooky, you know, like spooky um, <laughs> cast or whatever. Um, and the music that you were playing when you were reading out the. Um, I guess the description, it scared the crap out of me because I didn't know what was going on. I was just kind of zoned out doing my job, and then I hear this music, and it freaked me out. Yeah, See, this is why we need to punish them for not paying attention. Yeah, the last last Pokemon, spooky Pokemon I did, I think I did that music as well. I don't remember. Yeah, the one that that published yesterday had the same music. Yeah, so I thought it was a very nice touch. Yeah. It's very spooky. Good fits the fits the mold here. Yeah. Uh, Dust Noir and Duskull are cool. Probably not the, my favorite Ghost Pokemon though. I know Drewski. He likes um, Dusclops. He gets some pretty good work done with him running a uh, Eviolite. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Eviolite Dusclops. Mm. Yeah yeah. I mean it's I mean it's not a game breaking Pokemon, but it's it's very good at what it does. Sit there and tank moves and just kind of mess stuff up. And its speed base speed is even lower, so it's even better in a trick room team. Even better. Yep. Well, I would recommend choice banding and protecting on all your Pokemon. <laughs> so you ensure maximum protection. And struggle. <laughs> <laughs> is that what happens hard. when you go through all your protects and you're choice banded? I mean, I would assume. I mean, if you can't if you can't use it, you're gonna be struggling. <laughs> yeah. 
once you're out of uh, peepees. That's interesting. You're locked in. That's all you got. That's do it on normal type Pokemon. Get that stab. You're good to go. <laughs> uh, I think that kind of wraps up a show for you guys today. Uh, Will, where can they find you? On uh, the Twitter, it's uh, washing the sink. Um, and then on uh, the Wii U, which I never use, it's uh, William GU. So add me on there. Maybe someday the Wii U will come out with something I want to play again. <laughs> that that new Animal Crossing thing, maybe. 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 Uh, Jesse, where can our listeners find you if you want to be found? <laughs> uh, well, they'll probably have a hard time finding me. Um, I think I'm on Twitter. I think I have, an, I have an account out there somewhere, but I never check it. If you want to uh, tweet at me, you can find me at Jesse Carter thirteen twelve. No I, please. It's just J E S S E. Um, and in the Slack community, I'm at Sulaco thirteen twelve. Yeah, you're but, pretty um, active in the Slack. Yeah, I, I love Slack. It's best money I've spent for that. Um, <laughs> super cool, super cool people, super cool experience, and I just like to. Yeah, I like to run my mouth, so it affords me that opportunity. So. Yeah, Slack is really great. Um, yes. Awesome! Wow, the, the last time that you tweeted was 108 days ago. That is. Perfect. See, I'm telling you, <laughs> check my Facebook status. I can't remember the last time I posted one of those. That's awesome. Well, thank you for being on today. Uh, thanks for having me. It was much, great. Much appreciated. You can uh, follow me on Twitter. It is at dragging a lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. That's going to be the best way to stay up to date with episodes and news and anything else regarding. Uh, I think this is, is this our last episode of the month? Yeah, this is our last episode of the month besides the uh, bonus episode that you guys will be getting. Hopefully I can get that done earlier than later, but expect that around and or before Halloween. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy that. Uh, otherwise, I think that's it. We already pimped the Patreon earlier. Uh, we are at 475 reviews in iTunes, so if you haven't done so already, please leave us a review in iTunes. That would be much appreciated. Um, and yeah, that's it. Thank you all for listening. Much appreciated that you uh, that you guys keep listening to the show. Uh, I, I don't feel like I say that enough, but uh, it means a lot that you guys uh, download us and uh, listen. And somehow... I appreciate the listeners. I won't punish them. <laughs> we all appreciate you. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super spooky. Has <laughs> that burnt now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>